The Dane and Derek Show is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. You seem really fired up. Uh, do you just want to jump right into it? Do you, do you, yes. Do you just want to, let's, let's do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna intro. Everyone, hi. We're here. It's the Dane and Derek show. I'm Dane. That's Derek. Derek, say hi. Hi, I'm Derek. We're co-hosts. You know the deal. If you're this far in, my God. Um, uh, Derek makes movies. They're great. You should go see them. There'll be links and descriptions and stuff. His movies are coming in May in LA. You should see them. Uh, I write on danewrites.com substack uh that's all the stuff we're talking about elden ring today and fun fact i hadn't beaten it this morning when i woke up as of recording uh i, I just kind of got really stuck on like the last boss it was just it was just like a real problem uh but i was like you know what i'm gonna give it like i have this like 30 40 minutes before uh derek and i are gonna like sit down i'm gonna try it and i fucking beat it i beat the game Whoa! yes like what? that like it happened it, it happened Yo! Um, I shit you not. Like, um, I, it took a few tries, but like, I, I, I was like, I fucking Holy beat it. This shit. is perfection. I like, and so, uh, I can talk about it because I've beaten the game. Uh, okay. Here I am. Take it away. Fucking, Champion uh, of Elden Ring. okay. Uh, real fast, uh, spoilers for Elden Ring. Um, yep. Obviously. All the spoilers. Uh, not that I actually fully understand what the fuck happened in that game. So I don't know, man. <laughs> um, but here's my here's my here's my take uh i adore this game um i've adored a lot of the souls games uh the only one that kind of is not on that not on that list is sekiro which long story short is basically just because uh there are not a lot of options for how you can play sekiro like in the souls games and even bloodborne which has like fewer options than the average one uh, like you can play a heavy character, you can do magic, you can go fast. Like you, if some playstyle isn't working for you, you can switch over. Whereas Sekiro is like you are doing thing X, the end. You know, and so if that doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Um, anyways, setting that aside, uh, Elden Ring is probably the game I'm going like. It's probably the game I'm going to play most for like the next five to ten years um wow that is high yeah, praise that in the same way that like skyrim was that for a long time um and you like skyrim i did like skyrim skyrim was fun um oh i didn't know that yeah i really liked skyrim and then i the souls game kind of overtook that as like my <laughs> fallback game like the game yeah. like oddly my comfort game uh usually in the form of Dark Souls 3 was the one. And then over the last year, it was Demon Souls. Um, mm. But like this one, like I said, I don't know. I don't fully understand what the fuck happened. Like I have a vague understanding. Like I'm like, okay, I think X and Y. And okay. Um, and I didn't go everywhere. I didn't beat all the bosses. Like not even close. Like, like there was a point about like a week and a half ago where I was just like, I want to finish the game so I can start digging into the lore and not feel like I'm going to get spoiled. Um, so I just like kind of like buckled down, uh, beat Melania, and then was like, all right, that was the last optional thing I'm doing. We are like power gaming to the end. Uh, and then I got ca- caught in lost bo- last boss for like a week. Um, 
Anyways, until this morning. Um, Anyways, so the thing that I think is really, really amazing about this game, um, and I'm just going to go on record and say, like, I adore it. A lot of people adore it. I think objectively it's a very good game. It is still a From Software Souls-born-like game, which means it is not going to be quite for everyone. I will say I think this one is closest to being more or less for everyone like of all of them minus the fact that it has two or three of the hardest bosses they've ever made uh one of which is is you can't avoid um whereas but two of them you totally can skip um which is great but Mm -hmm. long story short what i think makes this game so amazing is that it builds on everything Breath of the Wild did right and okay. everything from software has done right and um. synthesized them. And that's kind of a terrifyingly that's like that's terrifying, right? Like the Souls games yeah. were amazing from like a combat and lore standpoints and um, you know, like really interesting and and beautiful to look at, but they were very linear games. Um like mm. they didn't always seem that way, but they actually were very linear games. Like this is the path you got to figure it out. Um, and breath of the wild. I actually thought kind of built on some, like if you play breath of the wild, right. It actually has like some souls, like combat. Like I think like, yeah, I think breath of the wild built on the best bits of Skyrim and made, s- took some of like the most engaging parts of the souls combat and put it to like a much more approachable um uh style of of gameplay and then and i think that that was like part of what made fucking breath of the wild so damn good you know and why i actually still think that breath of the wild might still be overall the better game for the average person is that it's not interested in being obtuse and difficult um (laughs) (laughs) which you know like elden ring definitely adds a lot of satisfaction to to uh the to the whole experience but like down to like the exploration like there are no fucking waypoints vaguely you get pointed in the right direction a little bit sometimes not always and also it's in the lore sort of trying to lead you astray just a little bit so it's very confusing like i'm like yeah so like like, you know how in Breath of the Wild you can have the map open and all of that stuff, like, mm-hmm. and you can turn it all off and kind of go on a more of an adventure, like, where you're like, oh, I'll put a pin here. Like, Elden Ring requires that you play that way. Um, but the thing okay. that's so cool about it is that it's taken Breath of the Wild's, like, thing of, like, this this open world is everywhere you go, there will be something interesting to do. Um there are some limitations with breath of the wild after a point. And you know, those limitations exist on kind of a bigger scale for Elden ring. No, no doubt about it. Um, but everywhere you go, you're going to turn over something new. Like even if it's just a little item or like a weird, like creature or thing to fight or a whole dungeon that like a huge dungeon that you're like, wow, this is just here. And I totally could have missed it. Um, the plot lines are better the the quests like all all of it is like just elevated and massive like there's just so much 
and like the the playthrough, like the number of playthroughs I'll probably do on this game is stupid high. And to top it off, they've even improved on some things that are surprisingly um have been like flaws for a really long time. Like for example, it's been a hard to be an archer in a Souls game for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um it's not impossible. It's never been impossible. Um but the problem with it is you have to buy arrows and arrows cost souls which means that it's another sink for your singular resource um right but elden ring introduced crafting so from the jump you can basically just make your own arrows um so long as you spend some time hunting and i was like oh my god i care about crafting like you could play a bow build without like this huge drag on you um, right that you've had for ages like it like things like that like little little things like the the light stealth elements um and and so in that way it just feels like it took it took everything breath of the wild did right and ran with it so hard for for uh-huh. uh, for understandably a more hardcore audience like that's just sort of the truth i love both games right but like the combat is more intense obviously the exploration is mm. harder obviously that like the the plot is more complex but they also like pull on like the same shit like where you know like in breath of the wild you go around and you like collect memories and and stuff um elden ring doesn't do collecting memories or anything um but they hide tidbits of lore amongst character and quest lines uh scattered throughout the um the world and so they even kind of didn't they didn't leave that on the side the side of the road either and so like kind of looking at it it's really really hard to not just be floored and kind of impressed um like if you strung together all of the required parts for this game like if you just like strung it together like an old from software game like it's bigger than demon souls by a lot um like like frankly like just the world kept unfolding for ages and I still didn't do, I didn't get every map piece I realized when I finished this morning. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I fucking love this game. Um, I'm going to fucking love this game for a long time. Um, and it's been really exciting. Like I haven't been this excited about a video game in a really, really long time. Um, mm. and it's it's mid-April now. I started playing back in February. Like, I'm a pretty busy guy, so I don't have a ton of time to play video games. But I have not not been playing pretty seriously. Like, let's be honest. Like, I've been playing pretty regularly. Um, right, yeah, yeah. It's, you have yeah, your it's time t- set aside for it. Yeah, it's taken something out of me, and that's been awesome. It's been so cool, and... The lore is excellent. Like I can see George R. R. Martin's handprints all over it, um, in a good way. Like in that way where I'm like, he's a good world builder, and it's really right. good that they left the story to other people. Um, because mm-hmm. like I learned what they did, um, which is George R. R. Martin was responsible for basically figuring out, um, 
like the golden era of like the world, like all of like the, the stuff, like here's all the amazing things that, that happened in the old day. Cause like, that's how the from software games work is that there's an amazing civilization situation thing. And then it all got ruined and now you're here. Um, right. So George R. R. Martin basically made that world and then kind of handed it off to Miyazaki and his team. And then they wrecked it. Um, so it's this very <laughs> fascinating thing to like, see um, how like, someone set up all of these dominoes to fall and then which ones they chose to f- knock over and why and in what way like super cool like right. it's cool from like a like just like from like an artistic standpoint of like watching someone else do art in a very interesting way um yeah yeah and there's like something like six or seven endings um Ooh. yeah it's um, a lot yeah it's it's tricky to get some of them i'll admit um so confusing sorry i've just like gone off for a second no you're good you're good yeah this is the fun part this is the part where i get to interview you about your experience with the Mm -hmm. elden ring Mm -hmm. um (laughs) as someone that has played yeah as as someone that has played exactly one and a half hours of dark souls one and put in around a hundred hours into breath of the wild Uh like five years late um (laughs) And as someone who would consider himself a below average gamer, even mm-hmm. though I love playing lots of video games, I do not consider myself in any way good at video games. Mm-hmm. Handful of rapid fire questions and then a couple and then a couple of in-depth. So right off the bat, PC or console mm-hmm. for this game? Um either or. Um well, well I, what I, did you play it on? Sorry. Oh, I played it on the PlayStation 5. I would okay. say do not play this on a not next gen console or not a relatively high end PC. The world is massive um and the load times I'm sure would be atrocious on yeah. an older system and the last thing you want in this game is to die and have to wait a long time to respawn. Um Okay. A number of these, like, especially this, like, last boss and Melania. If, like, if I hadn't been able to just, like, pop back up within, like, 20 seconds, I would have been, like, fuck this. Because, like, I needed okay. to be able to, like, hop back into the into the challenge um, and yeah. not stew on it for a long time. Yeah, so I played right. it on the PlayStation 5. Okay, man, maybe I should get a PlayStation 5 because my, my gaming PC is, uh, <laughs> well, I'm waiting for the Steam Deck. So I wonder mm, if I'll be able to play it mm. on the Steam Deck. That'll be the real test. Um, but because, uh, like, I've been—I don't know—I've I've been playing a lot more with controllers lately. Um, as someone that did not grow up with like access to like a console, really, mm-hmm. um, like I'm—I think I was PC by default, not by choice. Um, I, there and lately, couple, I've been leading towards back towards it. Um, there are a PC. couple there are a couple things um controller wise that I do sometimes wish I could have mapped around a little bit. Mm. Um the addition of the ability to jump in Elden Ring, well f- fun as hell, uh definitely threw off a couple of like old standbys, like the ability to swap between two-handing and one-handing a weapon. Uh, uh yeah. That took a long time to un- unlearn and somehow made sprint jumping even harder than it already was um <laughs> yeah gotcha um okay so, so my yeah, next I, question yeah oh yeah no go ahead my next question is what build did you run 
because I'm trash, I ran a Dex int build um with uh the Moonveil katana. Um because as much as I, I every time I play these games, I eventually try a strength build and then be like, I hate this. Because I hate having slow attacks. Like, I hate having slow mm. attacks. Um, so, which I should have probably just gone Katana early on. Because the first time I was able to beat Dark Souls 3 was using a Fire Katana build with Pyromancy. Which, um, and, and so this was similar. Cause, so having the Dex and Int gives you tons of options. It gives you options to just, like have a ton of sorceries and your sword deals a ton of like non-physical damage which means you can cut around a lot of people's defenses it also that katana had like did you ever watch bleach a little bit i've seen like Uh, the first handful of few episodes and i know we've talked about it yeah Um, um anyways there's a there's an attack like it's like the Rasengan of Bleach. It's called Getsuga Tensho. Anyways, basically mm-hmm. the katana has this anime attack and it's very fun. Um and but you also nice. like have a high enough dex that you can use a bow kind of reasonably. Like I didn't like put a lot of energy into it because um I really just needed it for like poking an enemy from very far away so it would come attack me by itself and not with its horde, you know, like like just right. for like messing around reasons. Um yeah. So that like that was like a really strong build. Um very fun. Uh next time I'll probably go pure Dex or Dex and Arcane, which is a very new weird stat. It's like like it's basically like a luck stat. Um like mm. yeah. Um but it's it's got Interesting. some some weird uh, So when you so when you play a Soulsborne game, mm-hmm. do you do you think about like like what weapons you want to be using as part of the build when you start, or does that just kind of happen naturally? Um, so uh, so for for Soulsborne games, I would say my strategy, and some people are have a different motive because they usually they like end game weapons like weapons that are pretty hard to get early on but Mm -hmm. something i really like to do personally is like whatever my main strategy is i need to lock it down within like the first couple of hours um so that i can get really really good at it um Mm. and if i don't like it within those first like few hours i will drop it um and restart so like the first time I tried uh Twin Blade, which is basically like a Darth Maul sword. Um, very fun at first, and then it was just like the range on this sucks. Um, so I I dropped that. Uh then I went for an axe build because I always like I always make the mistake of trying a strength thing and then getting very disappointed. So that didn't work. Um and then I was like, fuck it, we're going, we're going the we're going the Dex Mage Katana bullshit, um, like I usually do. And hmm. that worked awesome. Um and so, like, the thing about, like, the the katana I used, it was, like, kind of a mid-game acquire, uh, acquisition for me, but I could do in the starting class, the samurai starting class, so I could have a katana that had all the same moveset, minus the weird magic laser blast thing that the special one could do. Okay. Um, so, basically, I could practice using the, um, the moveset, because the uh... truth is, like, 
you know, uh, the, the, there are crazy people who beat the whole game barehanded, right? Like, right. and that's because they get so comfortable with it and the mechanics. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, I don't like changing up my main set at any point during the game. Okay. Um, like, I really like to have, like, set down early, which is part of the reason I very rarely go with the, like, strength builds because the early strength weapons you need you usually need to like move along up like a chain with strength weapons like you start with a hand with like a like a battle axe and then you get a great axe and then you get like an ultra axe basically each one progressively deals like a crazier amount of damage um but they get slower and slower um okay and your move set changes every time whereas like certain so whereas usually like a dex based weapon uh the better version usually is just better but it has the same move set and i prefer a fast attack anyways because i i really liked the souls games when i first played them like i started with dark souls 2 um and then i think i played no i played blood but bloodborne was where i fell in love with them i think and that's a much faster game. Like even the heaviest weapons in that game are still really fast. So mm. I kind of stick around that, um, which is why I'm fairly certain I'll never use like an ultra great sword in Elden Ring, no matter how many times I play it. Um, whereas like I'll do, I'll use a spear, I'll use a, a rapier or um, any number of things, but I need to be able to get it within the first few hours so I can start practicing with it um gotcha okay yeah so like often through these games like all like like i did a run with um demon souls where like i just turned my sword into a fire sword and i just upgraded it all the way and that's all i did like i didn't change weapons ever in the whole game from this starting weapon mm. um just because I, I i like that i like that vibe um oh, and the cool. same thing like usually with the mage like i usually will never dump the starting basic attack spell just because it's usually pretty nice to have like just some like little like pew pew like little pings that i'm really practiced with even at the end but yeah yeah okay interesting good to know um what were some favorite like i don't know tell me about like a favorite like like boss or dungeon crawl experience you had in elden ring um, um or like a, or like a moment that you didn't expect that you stumbled into that that you fell in love with. Tell me about something like that. <sighs> okay, maybe my very favorite moment was there's a village with all these like really creepy dancing like crones who Ooh. won't attack you if you don't attack them. Um which, you know, like in these games basically everything's out to get you on the whole, so like your your trigger fingers like real twitchy. Um, but I managed to be like, hold on, I'm definitely within their range at which they would come running at me and I'd rather not fight everything. Something you learn in Elden Ring, or at least I did is like in the souls games earlier, because they were linear, it often behooved you to kind of just clear your whole path. Like you'd fight everything along the way. Um, Elden Ring is too big for that nonsense. So you have to actually like pick your battles, which 
was fascinating. Loved learning that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? If I don't have to fight these guys and I can just explore this village and find whatever horrible thing is waiting for me, great. Um, and so I do. I climb the whole village. I'm collecting items the whole time. I'm super jumpy. They're like cackling and dancing. So they're like not still. And I'm just like waiting for like the moment to turn because also I know like I could like trigger some person or like run into one crone with a bell right. and ring it and all 30 of them suddenly are like yeah we hate you now so and i'm fucked right so i'm like super nervous and i get up to the top and there's just this like horrible boss like horrible boss that is like covered in like the skins of other people um Ugh. and that's like creepy enough and it's like throwing black fire and i'm like okay it's fine it's fine i'm fighting this boss i get halfway through um and it like does a mr fantastic at me like that's like the halfway like point where it like oh, goes into God. phase two where it like gets elongated and like jumps the arena to to hit me um and i'm just like holy shit but i'm like still up um and i'm like okay okay fine this is fine like i'm fine meanwhile um my roommates ali and Kristen, are sitting on the couch like they were just like reading but they were like they got like you know like you've been like with friends and like something interesting will start happening in their game and you'll like actually start paying attention after like most of the time you're just like not right they get Mm -hmm. they get invested Kristen, um who's a good friend of mine she has done a ton of like um lore dives into the souls games um Mm -hmm. partially because i've been playing them for years so a lot of it has just been her like walking in seeing a thing on the screen and then asking me like what's that and i'll explain um trouble is with elden ring she would still have those questions and i would be like i don't know i i haven't like i haven't beaten it yet and i haven't watched seven hours of lore videos um to Mm. to know um yeah but so she was she asked me a question and i can't even remember what the question was about this like thing i was fighting and i was like and she's like hey so why and i i just went like i just like shushed her because i was like so focused and I wanted to kill this thing because it was just so disturbing. Like, I was just like, I want this dead. Like I shushed her. Like I've never done that to 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 her or Allie. Like I've never like I've never done either of them. I've never done that in their presence. So like right. they just like both like went quiet and I kill it and I look over and I'm like, I shushed you. I am so sorry. Like I was really rude. And like it's it was just really funny um to just be um so invested and like do that like just like it brought something out of me that i just didn't really know was there so there's that one right um there were like seven or eight times of course where like i was running for something and then completely got like blindsided by something else like i'd just be like okay i got away i got away and then dragon would just like swoop down and like fuck me up and i'm like okay well i'm, I'm done um loved all bad. of that um definitely adored the the battle with uh star scourge radon um Mm-hmm. for for anybody who knows what this means i defeated it in post patch so it's not as impressive etc all of you who who managed to do it beforehand such good work to all of you kudos um but kudos. it's this like really cool it's a very cool boss where wherein um you summon like you can summon like eight or nine allies of your like from the world and it's this like scorched earth like infinite like dune sea with just like the remnants of a battle and he's just at the center and you have to like run across this gigantic like arena and like the whole time he's like shooting air like these horrible gravity arrows at you and like 
it's just like this like very like like charging like it just like felt like you were fighting a demigod like that was like a really really cool boss um that sounds like an adrenaline rush totally 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 um wow yeah yeah what Um, was uh any cool armor in this game um yes and there's a ton of dumb armor as usual um i ended up killing a guy named patches for his leather armor and wore that most of the game along with like a red riding hood sort of situation because i'm a slave to a certain amount of aesthetics like i can't i can't like there's some people who can like cobble together a horrible set that gives them like such awesome stat boosts and i'm over here like nah i gotta look good um yeah no i, I mean that, that's why i asked pleasing. um so there's that's that one I, okay good to know then, good to know that i can look good yes there okay. is also a uh an armor of this like wolfman set Ooh. that i got um whole long sad backstory of how you get it and why you have to kill the person who who whose armor you get and like it's super cool and i really loved it and it was like super in with like the storyline for the ending i was going with so i like wore that the rest of the game loved that armor set um yeah there's like some really cool ones especially like there's like the the melania armor set which is just like super valkyrie inspired is cool um Mm -hmm. yeah there's a ton of really great armor there's some like really bizarre stuff too um Uh so lots lots to enjoy there um but finding armor in this game was way harder than in previous ones like getting getting a hold of different armor sets um which i found surprising um interesting i think the only one that was like more challenging was like bloodborne but that was because there were like seven or eight total or something like a really small number of armor sets period so like they were just spread out um yeah but yeah yeah super cool do you have any closing thoughts about elden ring in our first elden ring chat i guess it's technically our second elden ring chat but (laughs) um is our first official elden ring number one which I don't know how many numbers we'll do, but if you're going to be playing this for the next five to ten years, could be. A while. I assume we'll, we will have a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the closing thought. I think if you are going to try, like, uh, like if you want to start in like the Soulsborne genre, quote unquote, I would definitely recommend being like, play Jedi Fallen Order, play Breath of the Wild, play Hollow Knight, like that's a way to actually get involved and actually see if you really like this system in a way that is not expecting so much of you. Um, I think of Jedi fallen order as like the, like, like kind of like a gold star of like, here is like how you could totally introduce someone to a Soulsborne game, like right. in the genre. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as an entry point into the, like the from software style, I cannot think of a better way to start than Elden Ring Um, Mm. for a couple of reasons. Reason number one, the options for making the game easier on yourself are broader than ever before. Um, So there's that. There is also also something that happens in most Soulsborne games from, from, from software is that you they are linear and so if you get stuck somewhere you are stuck somewhere you must go through it 
where and like your only other options are to maybe take an alternative path one of like one or two that is arguably probably harder than what you're doing or go back and grind a bunch of souls and that will help you to an extent to get past it um this one instead is like cool you stuck on something market come back later there's a million other things to do and every little thing you do in the same way we've often praised breath of the wild for is like everything you do is in service of the main quest everything you do in Elden Ring is in service of making you stronger to get through anything. And Mm -hmm. also the literal hardest parts of the game are optional. So that is also a, that's good. Um, Yeah. So I would say that if you want to dive into this game, like you, if you've been interested in like the soul series for a long time, um, but have always been kind of intimidated. This is the, this is the place to start. Um, Okay. And it also is kind of the hardest too. It is both the easiest to get into and hardest overall, in my opinion. So then you could go back and play any of them and you'll be fine. Except for maybe Sekiro. Because if you don't, if you're like a strength build person and then you go do Sekiro, you may be just like absolutely shit out of luck. Um, <laughs> like I do, I like the, the fast Twitch style and Sekiro spat me the right the fuck out um partially because that's a stealth thing and i don't like stealth that much um anyways Mm. um so yeah it you could go back and play any of them and they'll be like miles easier um just for the fact Mm. alone that they're like the ai of the bosses in elden ring is so much they're so much smarter and like the attack patterns are so much harder that like if you were to go back and do like any of the dark souls one bosses they will almost certainly be like feel so much simpler just because they won't attack in that same way um gotcha so yeah it's fantastic it's inspiring it's i think we've talked about this before in the terms of like huge art pieces like movies at the hollywood scale games at the triple a scale are these works of so many people all working in concert like it's so hard to get that many people on the same page to make a piece of art that is coherent like just coherent and solidly right. made right like that's a hard thing to do period to see not only that but to make something kind of amazing uh and to have had everybody so on the same page and and to really get what's going on and uniformly together make something so amazing even if it is not for you i think it's worth taking a look at just for the sheer impressive nature of it in the same way that i think looking at breath of the wild is worth just observing for the fact of like yeah like a few hundred people all worked together to make something like a unique full complete work of art that is saying something and um and unified in a way that like an individual artist could do. And some individual artists right. don't. They their work sometimes can be, you know, a, a bit all over the place. Like it's a focused work and I think that's spectacular, right? Um Yeah. Yeah. Very Ooh, cool. I talked a lot. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you are the one that has played Elden Ring and having played Breath of the Wild and Jedi Fallen Order. 
and like an hour and a half of Dark Souls 1 with a strength build, which was definitely not for me because <laughs> in a lot of these games, uh, speed is like so helpful. Um, so yeah. not only am I considering pl- trying a different build in Dark Souls 1, but I am now considering buying Elden Ring just because I think like a lot of the things you said kind of appealed to what I think about when I think about these kinds of like games that are supposed to be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm someone that I don't get attached to doing everything in a game. Um, yeah, don't. And so I, I think that that's really good to know. Cause I don't like linear games for, I don't like a lot of linear games for that reason. It's like, I don't want to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's designed to be, unless it's designed to, to like get you through it. Like, I think like the like the last few linear games I beat were like I don't know Bastion, Transistor, like not even like Hades is kind of linear, but it's not that linear. It's a um, Hades is weird. I it's 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 weird because like what's your the, the gameplay loop is neither linear nor non-linear, right? Like exactly, it's, it, it feels completely. It's like it's a different like a lot of um, roguelikes. It feels like kind of in its own category you know yeah like is exactly. a is a skateboarding game a linear game or not i don't know right like right like i don't know yeah ki- like kind <laughs> of but like it is that the thing it is? Uh, yeah you know um so yeah so i would say but, i'd recommend it to you you should give it a yeah. try um and like i will there are there are totally some things that you could do to like help your introduction into said game right like also uh fucking um best horse since uh aggro in shadow of the colossus gotta say that gotta throw that out there oh Um, good to know gotta love a good horse it's a goat horse it's a ghost goat goat horse horse. ghost goat horse yeah yeah wow fucking rad and it has a double jump and like a super (laughs) jump um and there are oh they did such a good job of like so many enemies are so much easier to deal with or harder to deal with on the horse or are you like you're not going to do well like most dragons you need to be mounted you'll do so much better um because it's like the only way to properly outrun the the the, their breath weapon um oh that makes sense yeah so quite logical yeah but then there are there are dungeons like where you're like God, it would be so much easier if you had the horse, but you're banned from having it. And so, like, you feel like a miss. You miss. Like, there'll be times where, like, I would play, like, a huge stretch, like, three sessions where I was, like, in a mega dungeon. And I'd be, like, and I'd get out and I'd get to summon Torrent. That's the name of the horse for the first time. And I was, like, fuck, yes. We're back, motherfuckers. Like, we're back on the horse. Like, you know, like, the literally. The is back together. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, Yeah. Fantastic. Yep. Well, so I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, go play Elden Ring um yeah. if you want. Uh maybe watch a, ve- a video or two of Elden Ring lore cuz that's fun and neat. Um maybe watch like a crazy uh like uh speedrunner do it or just uh like some some of the trailers are even just fun on their own. Um uh yeah, fuck yeah. Uh episode over. <laughs>